Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. The headlines, of course, on a Monday. Congress is back in session. The deadline to fund the government is quickly approaching. That loud ticking sound that you hear is not just the clock ticking down to the holidays. Uh, they have to fund the government. But the headlines are all talking about doom and gloom and Armageddon. Is that really what's going to happen? Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. Well, as we are facing, yes, another government shutdown, we're doing this about every three to four months now. On average, that seems to be the new way of doing business in our nation's capital. And we've talked about the way to solve this problem. We'll come back to that in just a minute. Uh, But as we come down to the wire, there are a lot of things that we need to pay attention to. And quite honestly, there's a lot of things that we just need to flat out ignore. Uh, Remember, we should not reward bad behavior. So let's not hang on all the bad behavior that Congress is currently exhibiting. So, yes, at midnight on Friday, December the 16th, just as we predicted back in September, if we go back to the tape, uh, we we did say, yes, there will be a continuing resolution to fund the government until December the 16th, because that is when the holiday is scheduled for Congress to take. And here we are. It's fast, uh, quickly approaching the 16th and This is exactly what we predicted would happen. So now here's what's going to play out over the next several days. And this is what we have to be careful of and to be aware of. Don't buy into the bad behavior of Congress. Uh, And it's not that all members of Congress are doing this. Both sides of the aisle have some significant problems in this thing. But let's break it down in terms of where we really are and what we should really expect in our government officials who are charged in the Constitution to fund the government. It's one of their very, very, very few jobs that they're supposed to do every year. So during a press briefing yesterday, Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre expressed that the Biden administration is actually quite optimistic that the funding bill will be done in a bipartisan way and that there's enough time to actually get everything done. We uh, believe getting the government funding uh, done is critical and it's going to be important. And uh, this is something that we encourage uh, and continue to talk to Congress about getting this done. Look, we were able to get government funding uh, done in a bipartisan way last year. We believe it should be done in a bipartisan way this year. There is enough time to get this done. We are talking about critical uh, resources that the American people need. When you think about public health, public education, our national security, these are all incredibly important and it should be done uh, in a bipartisan way and there's enough time to get that uh, get that moving so i was optimistic over the weekend uh, expecting things can be done and there was one sign that does give us a little bit of optimism and it was pat Leahy from the senate a senior democrat there on the appropriations committee and initially the democrats had been talking about throwing out their own omnibus bill again when we talk about an omnibus bill that means we're going to fund the government all the way until the end of the fiscal year which is in september now congress is supposed to do this 
in September every year, but they don't. We do these continuing resolutions, which are just little stopgap measures that allow us to continue to spend money we don't actually have, by the way. And so Senator Leahy was going to roll out this new Democratic proposal for a big $1.5 trillion omnibus bill. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. And on Sunday, late in the day on Sunday, uh, one of his staff members said that Chairman Leahy feels that sufficient progress is uh, being made in negotiations over the weekend that they're going to hold off introducing an omnibus appropriations bill for the time being. So they still have that option if they want to do that uh, with just Democratic votes and try to move that through. Uh, That is one of the options on the table. So that is something to watch. Watch Senator Pat Leahy, uh, Democrat from Vermont. Uh, He will give you good perspective in terms of how the negotiations are going. Now, let's go to the House side. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy spoke at the end of November. He told reporters about his priorities about government spending. And he was very clear. He said that if the Democrats don't want to negotiate, that they would just do something stopgap and Republicans would get things done in the new term. I can work with anyone who's willing to work to get our spending under control, to work to make America energy independent, to secure our borders. Um, CRs are not where we want to be, but if we cannot get our work done now, the outgoing Majority, if they don't want to work with us, we can get this work done in January as well. Senate uh, Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, Republican, spoke with reporters early in the month, uh, predicting that a short-term spending bill may be necessary to deal with those impasses in the negotiations. With regard to government spending, time is ticking. We have not been able to agree on a top line yet, and I think it's becoming increasingly likely that we may need to do short-term CR into early next year. We're running out of time, and that may end up being the only option left that we could agree to pursue. So there you are, Senator Mitch McConnell, the minority leader for the Republicans, saying, oh, the the clock is ticking. So he was already forecasting in early December, oh, we're going to have this big, ominous moment, and you know what? We'll probably just have to do a continuing resolution to get into the new year and into the new Congress. Not to be outdone, yesterday, Senator Bernie Sanders, an independent who caucuses with the Democrats, he was on State of the Union, and he expressed grave concern that if Congress cannot pass a full spending bill by the end of this week, the Republicans are going to use their leverage next year to cut entitlement programs. Short-term extensions are just a temporary solution to the ongoing crisis we face. Uh, Clearly, what I worry about is Republican efforts to hold hostage next year, if we don't get an omnibus bill passed, uh, to hold hostage uh, the the government uh, in order to cut Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid. And that I will vigorously oppose. Okay. 
So there we are. <laughs> we have Mitch McConnell forecasting for the Republicans, the tick-tock on the wall, and the big bell's going to toll, and Armageddon's going to ensue. Bernie Sanders is saying that Republicans are going to hold Medicare and Social Security hostage uh, if we don't get this done by the end of the week. And to all of it, you can just say, hmm, same song, different chorus. So my advice to you for this week is ignore all of that. Ignore it all uh, because they're they're really just using that as a way to raise money politically, to try to demonize the opposite side. This is why we have the division, perceived division. I don't think we have as much real division in the country as everyone we just listened to wants us to believe. Why? Because it's to their advantage to stay in power if we believe, if we believe we are as divided as the member of Congress say we are. Uh, that's an important thing to be thinking about this week. So ignore ticking clocks, ignore Armageddon's, it, it, just completely ignore hostage taking and all of that. We have other hostages we need to deal with. Then what you have to watch for, what you need to be watching for this week is behind closed doors. Doors and rooms are always dangerous in Washington, D.C., especially in December, because there is always some deal being hatched. And who is it being hatched by? The leaders of the Democratic Party and the leaders of the Republican Party. So this is our four-person law firm that we always have a problem with of Mitch McConnell and Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi and Kevin McCarthy. And you are going to hear, you're going to hear probably starting late today, that their staff members are meeting behind closed doors to work out a negotiation. Uh, That should cause the hair on the back of your head to stand up. It should send your spidey sense into overdrive. And you need to say, okay, what are they actually doing? And what they're doing is they're stuffing a lot of stuff in a bill that shouldn't be part of this process that's going to cost you, that's going to cost your children, and going to cost your grandchildren a whole lot of money and a whole lot of security in the years ahead. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold season three, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.